BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. I literally just walked over to my kitchen to turn my dishwasher off and it winded me. Anyways, hi everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of The Bad Broadcast. My name is Maddie Murphy. I'm your host. I'm your friend. I am whatever you need me to be. If you are new this week, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. I will be thanking you a lot because I am just really grateful for you. If you are returning, thank you times two because that means you have listened before and you came back for more that rhymed. So anyways, on this topic of you guys and your support, I had a stressful week. So somebody DM'd me Wednesday night and sent me a screenshot of a duplicate pod, like somebody duplicated my podcast. So same recording, same description, same cover art, whatever, under a different name. And I didn't really know what to do or like what it meant. So pretty much what happened. So I use a platform called Anchor and that's what I upload my podcast to and then they distribute distribute it to like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So on Anchor, somebody had copied it and it got distributed, which I don't even know how it got approved. Like I don't know how they don't say hey, there's already a podcast named this. Like it's weird. But anyways, you guys reported it. You guys tagged Anchor in my post. I was like so overwhelmed with how many of you were sticking up for me. The SaaS, you guys were delivering to Anchor. It was amazing. So it's off of Anchor. So it got taken down off of Anchor, but it's still on Apple Podcasts. So I'm hoping that it's like just delayed a little bit and like it'll come down off Apple Podcasts in a few days. But I've been reporting it every day. I've been trying to email like Apple Legal, I guess, is who you file a claim with if you've got a like a copyright issue. Anyways, it was just overwhelming. Honestly, I was like thinking that it would be a really good ploy to like see who supports you. <laughs> like if you were like, like if I was feeling down and I like made a duplicate. Can you imagine if I did this to myself just like for the attention? I feel like I know people who have done that, who have like made, I actually know for a fact, I know two people in my life who have made fake accounts to like bully themselves and then send those screenshots to people to have them stick up for them. Does that make sense? Like they want to know who would have their back. So no, I did not do that. I did not create this duplicate. But if I was in need of some support, um, you guys really delivered on that because, oh my gosh, I can't even talk about it without, I get, I get teary. I get teary. I do. I could cry talking about you guys. It was just like 
the comments you guys you guys were sending me and like you're just so nice what's with that and like stop but anyways so I just want to tell you guys I'm really grateful for that and hopefully it's all sorted out and hopefully you are listening to the bad broadcast by Maddie Murphy and not by that other person and yeah that's that's what I want to say about that is just a big big thank you um as always we're going to start off with a small business highlight from one of my followers. I am not currently taking these right now. Um, I've I've have I have the ones planned out that I'm going to do, and then once I open up these slots again, I will put it on my story, and you guys can submit them. But I get a couple emails of people saying like, "Oh, can you highlight my business?" Absolutely, just I'm not taking them right at this particular moment. So just hang in there, and I'm going to try and do some more later on. But today's is one of my followers named Kristen. She is a spray tanner. Do you guys know that I love? spray tans. I love them. I have a membership. I get one every single week. And every single time I get one, you guys comment on my skin or my makeup. And I'm like, no, it's just a spray tan. That's what it is. So Kristen does spray tans. She is in located in Utah County and she will give you $5 off of your spray tan, making it $15 if you mention my name or my ad or the bad broadcast in general. So her Instagram is Sunchrist Tans. Get it? Love a pun. S-U-N-K-R-I-S-S-E-D-T-A-N-S. Sunchrist Tans. I actually am going to double check that just to be like ultra sure um, because that would be bad if I told you guys the wrong one. Uh, yes. Sunchrist Tans. Yep. 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 So please go to her for all your spray tan needs and mention me and save a little bit of money. Next up, you guys know I love to you know, I love to kick it off with this. We got a dumb dumb club check-in. So if you're new here um, or if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I like to just check in with you guys on things you should have known as a child, but you didn't learn till adulthood. You know, you'll you'll get what I mean as I get into these. Um, I take these submissions all day, every day. So whenever you want to DM me one, don't wait for the question box. Um, just DM them to me, email them to me, whatever. But also, I did want to say this before I started. So I haven't been on a really good schedule with questions for questions of the week for the podcast. I kind of put them up when I think of them and then I use them. But I do want to clarify that all weekly questions will be up Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And then I'm going to record on Thursdays. So you will have all day Tuesday and Wednesday to look at my story and see what the weekly question is, answer it. Um, make sure you note if it is email only because last week you guys got you guys scored 100% on the emails. I didn't get one DM. But this week we dropped to about a cool 65%. I got a lot of DMs. And the reason I asked for emails is that it's just, it's way easier for me to keep track of them. And then I can copy and paste them into my notes for the episode. So I just, when I ask for emails, that's why I just want to make sure that they get read and um, put in the episode if they need to. And the DMs are really hard to keep track of. So where was I going with that? Why did I clarify that? Oh, we're talking to the Dumb Dumb Club. Okay, so we got a few really good Dumb Dumb Club check-ins. Let me tell you what I did first. The dumbest thing I did this week. The dumbest thing I did this week was go camping. Okay, I get it. Some of you like it. That's cool. Whatever. I do this thing where I think that situations will be way more fun than they actually end up being. I did this with college. I very much romanticized college. I thought that 
moving out and starting school would be like the social network. Like I thought we would all party and get rich. Like that's what I really thought was going to happen. Turns out the opposite happened. So, um, yeah, and that's how I felt about camping. So one of my favorite movies is Wild with Reese Witherspoon, where she hikes the PCT and the Pacific Crest Trail. For those of you that don't know, it goes from Mexico to Canada, all along the coast of California. And, mm, you know, every time I watch it, I think I could do that. You know, I could hike the Pacific Crest Trail. And then I go camping for one night with nice bathrooms on site, a paved road, and a set-up campsite, and I have mm, the worst time. So I don't know. I just I'm not there on camping, guys. I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't under here's here's my thing with it, especially. When people when I complain about camping and I tell them that I don't like it, they say, well, you don't have the like the right gear or you're not going to the right place or whatever. They always say, I have the gear. I've got a cot. I've got a stove. I've got this. I've got that. And I want to say to them, I also have those things. It's called my living room. Like, I don't get it when people are like, no, there's a way better way to camp. I'm like, no, I know we've already done it. We've already improved upon camping. Like I live indoors. That's the improvement. I don't know. I'm just really fond of electricity. I'm not sure about you guys. I guess some of you don't really like it that much, but I do require it for like my serotonin levels. So yeah, so I'm going to stick to, I I will go outside for, I'll do anything outdoors. I'll hike, I'll whatever. I'll have a campfire dinner, whatever. I will not be sleeping outside ever again never, ever, ever again. I don't get it. I don't get intentionally making an experience worse, like for fun. Like, why would you intentionally make your sleeping situation worse? I don't, I'm not there on it. So that was the stupid thing I did. I went camping. Let's talk about the stupid things you guys learned this week. I love it. Somebody grew up thinking that tsunami was a swear word. That's fine. I grew up thinking city was a swear word. Because I would say things like I would say like Salt Lake City and it would sound like obviously a different swear word. And my mom would say, well, don't say that. And I would be like, wait, so is city a bad word? So I grew up thinking that city was a swear word till I was like, I don't know, too old. Anyways, next, somebody thought, somebody, somebody's mom told them this. Somebody's mom told them that the beeping at a crosswalk, like, you know, when you're standing there waiting and it beeps and starts to count down. Um, she asked her mom why it beeps and her mom told her so that blind drivers knew that (laughs) that the light was red and so she grew up thinking that like blind people were driving and that's how they knew (laughs) which is amazing next um this one really this one really kept me up at (laughs) at night this one really really shook me somebody thought that bill gates and nicholas cage okay Get those two people in mind. Bill Gates, the person who maybe invented the internet, I'm not really sure, and Nicolas Cage, the actor. They thought those were the same person. Now, I dug into this a little bit. If you submitted this, let me know if I'm right. So in National Treasure, Nicolas Cage's character is named Ben Gates. And I'm guessing that you saw National Treasure and you heard Ben Gates, and for some reason, you thought that maybe that character's name was his actual name, and it was actually Bill Gates. I don't know. That is the only correlation I can figure out between the two. But on that topic of National Treasure, I watched it the other night. Um, Why is that movie simultaneously 
um, the best movie I've ever seen and the worst movie I've ever seen. Why? Why explain that to make it make sense? You know, we're going to have to do an episode 100% to dive into that. Okay. And anyway, so that's, that's the only thing I can figure out. But she did, she did eventually learn that Bill Gates and Nicolas Cage are not the same person. Somebody learned this week that it is not take it with a great assault. <laughs> it's take it with a grain of salt, which neither may, honestly, both of those make equal sense. I, I don't even get it. Somebody thought that Lady Gaga's song says, I love you like I love some baby. I love you like I love some baby. And two things, um, that is definitely not Lady Gaga. It is definitely Selena Gomez. And it does say, I love you like a love song baby. So, I mean, probably equal. I love you like I love some baby. I mean, I love people like I love babies. I don't know if that made sense or if that just sounded weird. Next, somebody does not know what TLDR means. Let me teach you. I learned this very late in life too. Uh, too long, didn't read. So if you see TLDR, like it's usually before a summary of something. Like if it's too long and you didn't read, they'll give you a summary of it. And next, okay, we've got two more that I want to talk about. Somebody learned what pr that pre-Madonna is not pre-Madonna. That's what I thought it meant. Um, I mean, that's <laughs> this wasn't my submission, but I did think that for a long time. Then I watched Phantom of the Opera, and it's definitely prima donna, which, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure in Italian means like the leading lady, the prima donna, um, like in an opera or ballet or something or a performance, whatever. And this next one, I'm going to need you guys to weigh, on, weigh in on this. Someone said, how come when you eat corn on a cob, it's a main dish, but when you eat corn off the cob, it's a side dish. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I have never in my whole life eaten a ear of corn as a meal, ever, 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 never as a main dish. Like not once in my life had I had, have I had an ear of corn and thought main dish. So I don't know if like, I felt, I feel like I might be like uh, with the majority, but if you guys are eating corn on the cob as like a real meal. I don't know. Just maybe you could let me know um, so I could correct that because you guys need to be eating more. Also, like, why do we even eat corn? Like, why why do we eat corn? It doesn't do anything. It doesn't even digest, but it is delicious. I do love me some corn. Okay. So there's some of our dumb things we did this week. I love you guys. Just like the lack of firing neurons going on in this group. I mean, we are all dumber than ever. It's true. So I love you for it. Today, we are talking about bad roommate stories. I don't really have actually any to contribute. I didn't have anything crazy happen. I kind of got nervous when I started thinking about it because I'm pretty sure that I was the bad roommate. Like if you are in a group of friends and none of them are crazy, like you can probably guarantee that you are the crazy friend. And I think that might be true with roommates. And I couldn't think of anything. And like, if you lived with me at one point, like, please don't tell me. But I do remember one time I left a chicken breast in a Ziploc bag. I left it on the counter on accident for like three weeks and it got covered by stuff and I couldn't find it. It smelled really, really bad. Um, that was really not good. But I lived with friends. When I first moved out of my parents right after high school, I lived with one friend and then two random people. We had like normal roommate stuff, like leaving messes and whatever, but nothing, nothing insane. And then after that, I just, I always lived with really close friends. And a lot of you were like, when you submitted these stories, you were like, oh my gosh, I wish I had learned. Never live with your friends. I loved living with my friends. I had like really clean, normal friends, I think. 
I don't know. I just I can't remember any time that was that was like nightmare. But um, that probably means that I did dumb stuff. So I'm sorry if I was your bad roommate. I really, I really do apologize. But let's get into your guys's stories. They're, they're pretty wild. I, so how I like to do my episodes, I actually record twice. Like I do a full episode and then I listen back and I take notes on it about what I liked or what I could say differently or whatever. And so I have read through these and I, I, I mean, they hurt my, my, my soul. They really do. They, they have damaged me in a way that I can't explain really, but I'm, I'm just, I'm going to warn you in advance that some of these are really bad. I'm going to, some of them are like, I'm not sure where people need trigger warnings or where they should be. So I'm just generous with them. But if you want to double check the show notes, um, I'm going to add them in there, like what time, time stamps to skip if you're sensitive to certain things. And I'm just going to try and be, be generous with them. So nobody hears anything that they don't want to. So let's just get into it. Let's get into the roommates from hell. First up, she says, I had a roommate who was being evicted and was obviously upset about it. There had been issues with her and a few of my other roommates that led to this happening. So before she moved out, she took cans of tuna, hid them in our vents, smeared it into the carpet under our couches and small spaces. She then cranked up the heat and cooked the fish into our apartment. It reeked for days and they had to hire people to come clean up our carpets and couches. This, okay, this sucks. First of all, that is, that's real bad. That is a really bad thing. But also, is it genius to do to people that you hate? Yeah, a little bit. It's a little bit smart. Like if you ever need somebody to get, or like if you need to get revenge on somebody, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever, this is kind of genius. Because it's malicious, but it's not violent. Like it doesn't hurt anybody, but like it definitely lowers your quality of life. So I don't know. I am so sorry that this happened to you, but also going to put that idea in my back pocket for the next time somebody tries to duplicate my podcast and I can find where they live. Okay. Also, tuna, let's have a little uh, sidebar about tuna. Come over here with me for a second. So, tuna is weird. I like tuna. I really do. But why is it either canned and 99 cents? or seared and $100 at a restaurant. Tell me why. Are there different genres of tuna? Is ahi tuna like fancy and and canned tuna is not? It seems like they're the same, just cooked differently and packaged differently. Um, if there's any like food people out there, if you could weigh in on this, I'm confused. Okay, come back over here with me. We're done with tuna. Next. One of my college roommates would lick her plates slash utensils clean and then put them away without washing them. She would also hide under her bed when we called her name. So we didn't know when she was home and she would pop out several hours later. Um, yeah. Okay. So the the licking the plates clean and putting them back into the cupboard. This... Um, I like hate the feeling of of plates. Like I hate um, like ceramic plates. I hate the sound of silverware on plates. I would never in a billion years put my tongue on a plate. I don't know. They just, they gross me out. I have like, oh, I have cold chills just thinking about it. This grosses me out. I, I've always hated that scene in The Grinch where he eats the like plates and cups. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? It's just like, it grosses me out so bad. So this, I, uh, yeah, I mean, just get paper plates. I feel like if... If you're going to be licking them, 
I don't know. I like a paper plate. I'm not mad at a paper plate ever. I like low cleanup, low effort. I'm down for a paper plate. Recycled, of course, you know. Okay, next. In college, my roommate would get drunk by herself and act like a cat. Her room was next to mine one night and she crawled into my room and legitimately scratched me so hard it broke skin. This should be on, hold on. This should be on my strange addiction. This feels like it should be on my strange addiction. You know, the guy who he says on all levels except physical, I am a wolf. Like that's what this seems like. Spoiler alert, he was not he was not a wolf. But yeah, I mean, I it never comes into my mind to act like a like an animal, so I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. She scratched me so hard it broke skin. Yeah, that seems that seems violent. I'm I'm not liking that. I'm not liking that at all. Next, one roommate got hemorrhoids one week. So he did the thing. I guess it's a thing. I've never had a hemorrhoid. I'm pretty sure I get hemorrhoids and um uh what's the what's the thing where like your intestine pops through your stomach? Um a oh my gosh, what are those things called? And not an ulcer. They are hernia, hernia. They're called hernias. That's what I get them mixed up with. I get hernias and hemorrhoids mixed up. So hernias are on your stomach. I'm almost positive. Hemorrhoids are, I think, when your butthole becomes unpuckered and like loosens a little bit, um, like from pushing or sitting for too long on the toilet. Like I know people get them when they give birth, but I think that, I think it's like when a screw is loose in your b-hole and it just kind of hangs. I'm almost, almost positive. So let's start this one over now that we all know what a hemorrhoid is. Okay. One roommate got hemorrhoids one week. So he did the thing, I guess it's a thing, where he soaked his hemorrhoid ass in our tub. Okay, that's gross enough, right? No, the tub clogged. So he, we had to, so his hemorrhoid water had nowhere to go. The apartment repair didn't come for a week. So we had to shower in calf deep hemorrhoid water for several days. Calf deep hemorrhoid water. Hemorrhoid water is like, must those have got to be two of the worst words to put together. It sounds like a, it sounds like LaCroix from like from Satan. Hemorrhoid water. I just don't, I'm not, I'm not here for that. I don't like that in any way. Just the thought of like standing in, in, uh, in like old shower water, just clean shower water. I have my own bathroom at our apartment. We have two bathrooms and we don't share, which I don't know why people are surprised about. Like we have two and we don't share with anybody else. Like why would I not take my own bathroom? So I have the bathroom with a bathtub. Matt has the bathroom with just a shower. So sometimes, obviously, this happens to like, I would assume a lot of girls, like your hair gets stuck in the drain and it gets backed up a little bit and you got to draino it. So in that time before you draino it and there's like a little bit of standing water, I want to throw up like standing in my own clean shower water. I hate it. I still hate it. So to think of standing in cold, old hemorrhoid water from another person I don't know. I would not shower. I would have not. I would have rather not showered or I would have rather gone somewhere else. I actually learned, not learned, but this is just like a little life hack that somebody taught me one time. Like if you are on a long road trip or something or you don't have somewhere to shower, you can usually sneak into a gym, which I understand is like not clean. Obviously, I'm pretty sure coronavirus was born like on the floor of a bathroom of a gym bathroom, but it is far better than hemorrhoid water. Um, also hemorrhoid was spelled like 18 different ways in this email, but you know, whatever. Next, 
My sophomore year of college, I was rooming with one of my good friends that I've known for about two years. She's seriously an amazing person, but damn, can she be dumb sometimes? That this might, is this about me? This might be about me. Okay. Anyways, she got herself a new boyfriend. Nope, not me. Who she fell madly in love with (laughs) quickly. And they would spend nights making out in the living room, listening to Taylor Swift or claiming they're watching movies, AKA dry humping. You guys dry hump a lot. Like I get a lot of emails about dry humping. Like what's, what's the deal? One evening they decided to go crawfishing with a couple of his buddies and invited me to go. Crawfishing. That's, I wonder where you live. I, I didn't know you, like, I don't know where you can do that. I thought it was a Southern thing, but maybe I'm just stupid. Chances are that is correct that I am just stupid. So they decided to go crawfishing with a couple of his buddies and invited me to go. I said, hell no, I don't want to be stuck in awkward conversations with, with with guys from the finance program. This has nothing to do with hemorrhoids. It's just, it's stuck in my head. I don't want to be stuck with guys from the finance program. I went to bed early that night, but I heard my roommate come home around midnight. I woke up in the middle of the night to grab some water from our kitchen, but didn't bother to turn on any lights so I didn't disturb anyone else. When I'm about to open my refrigerator, I heard a weird crawling noise. So I turn on the light to find, yep, you know it already, crawfish climbing out of our kitchen sink and roaming all over our counters. I screamed and woke up the roommate demanding she get them all out. Okay, crawfish, I kind of, I thought they were little tiny um, crabs. And then I kind of thought they were little shrimp. No, they're like tiny lobsters. Like they have pinchers. They look exactly like lobsters. So this is like my personal fear factor. I don't know about you guys, but if uh, I was like, I would never watch Fear Factor. Like that would never entertain me. If you do like it, I am almost positive you're either in prison or on your way there because I don't understand people who watch Fear Factor. But do you remember when they would like lock you, not you, but they would lock people in those glass coffins and then put like, oh my gosh, I can't even say it. I, oh, my, my flight or flight, my fight or flight is kicking in. Um, they would like fill them with cockroaches or like spiders or something. That's that's terrible. Like this is one of those things that I feel like would happen. Like sit in a room while thousands of tiny lobsters crawl all over. I don't know. Would you rather fight 1,000 crawfish or one giant lobster? Let me know. Okay, next. I had a roommate in New York that asked me to pay him back a dollar sixty-one because I moved out and took the internet box with me less than a week before the month was up. She sent me the screenshot of his Venmo request. (laughs) It says, or like she sent me a screenshot of his text that was like, hey, so if you don't mind, can you send me a $1.61? She responded. She Venmoed him a $1.75 and said, keep the change. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like a $1.61, I get, I, I hate when people... I don't know. Money is just, it's just awkward with friends. And Venmo, I feel like has saved us a lot of awkwardness. Like if somebody owes you money, you can just request it on Venmo and it's less weird. But like, just always be the friend that pays people back. Okay. That's just what I want to say about that. But then also if somebody owes you less than $2, maybe, maybe let that one go. Maybe just, maybe just say, you know, $2, I could probably find, you know, like under my car, or like in my, I don't know, you could probably hit return on a vending machine and get like at least $2. So I don't know, it just seems a little bit over the top to request $1.61. But you know, who am I to judge? I guess that's kind of I, that's kind of what I do here. So yeah, I don't like that. I don't like you if you request $1.61 from somebody because they took the internet box. Next. 
Uh, do, 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 do. I overheard my freshman roommate talking to her boyfriend who was still in high school on FaceTime. Why would you ever, why would you ever date somebody in high school if you were not in high school? Why, why would you do that? So she heard him on FaceTime and he was begging her to let him see her belly button. I heard him loud as day ask several times, come on, just let me see it for 10 seconds. And she would agree. They're married now. Good for him. I'm sure he gets to see that belly button all he wants. (laughs) I think maybe this is a case of like anatomy confusion. Like, you know, we've all heard the stories, you know, the guys who, you know, they think it goes in the belly button. Have you heard those stories? I have. Uh, Same person also said this. Uh, My roommate went to get a pet fish from the pet store and came home with a diabetic pet mouse. It was losing hair and it smelled bad. Still confused on this one. Why would anybody sell somebody a diabetic mouse? Um, That doesn't seem like something you should sell somebody, but also how did you know it was diabetic? Did you have to care for it in the way that you care for humans with diabetes? Um, Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I wonder, pick or choose which one of those you would rather do. Listen to somebody ask to see a belly button or take care of a diabetic pet mouse. I would maybe take the pet mouse. I don't know. Okay, next. I've had a history of bad random roommates in college, but I'll give you my favorite. I shared a teeny tiny room with this random girl who was crazy messy and did things like do jumping jacks topless in our room and let her creepy old boyfriend sit on the floor or sleep on the floor in our living room. She was easily 30 in a shared room with me, a 19 year old at the time. Anywho, I basically never saw her, but let's see. Basically, I never saw her, except I knew she came home sometimes because she would leave inflated pool toys on her bed, like noodles and tubes and stuff. I would deflate them because we were in a teeny room. And then when I got back from school, she was nowhere to be found and the pool toys were reinflated. Spooky. I would also like to make an honorable mention to the fact that she slept with two lightsabers inside her bed and only wore lacy lingerie and refused to sleep with any covers. Somehow this was infinitely worse than her just sleeping naked. Anyways, she left one Thursday afternoon to become a non-alcoholic bartender, and I never saw her again. Was this not an absolute ride? Let me give you bullet points. Topless jumping jacks. Uh, Creepy old boyfriend. Pool noodles in the bed. Two fake lightsabers. Lacy lingerie. Non-alcoholic bartender. That sounds like a... I don't even know where to begin on this, but I do want to talk about the topless jumping jacks. That sounds like my own personal torture. So throughout quarantine and COVID and everything, I like don't ever wear a bra, obviously, because I don't go anywhere and I sit at home. I have developed like several new stretch marks at the top of my, you know, chest because of just gravity. Just they're just there's they're hanging a lot. And I would be lying if I said that it's not A, bothering me and B, a little bit painful, like my skin can't take it. So to think about doing jumping jacks topless, um, it's hard to even imagine that that would be possible, but whatever. I mean, do your thing. Uh, The two lightsabers, don't get it. Uh, Pool toys. I mean, this is definitely some sort of fetish fetish am I allowed to say fetish this is definitely I mean she's got some some fetishes which like whatever there's a there's a butt for every seat okay whatever you're into there's somebody out there who's into it also next I was going to school and living with five friends oh okay hold on I do want to put I'm putting a trigger warning in this one because there's a there's a talk of a body (laughs) okay I just want to put that in there so if you're sensitive to that look at the show notes see where to skip so I was going to school and living with my five friends. After the first year, two friends moved back home and their rooms were filled by the office with random people. 
One of the guys was cool. The other one, only one of us met for like two seconds. He would always come home late and sneak in through the back door so nobody knew he was home. This went on for months. Nobody knew who he was or what he looked like except for one of our roommates. One morning, three months into having this new roommate live with us, we woke up and smelled something weird. The smell intensified the closer we got to the kitchen, which is where this mystery roommate's room was. The smell was 100% coming from the room. We debated for a while what to do as we didn't know this guy didn't want to just break into his room. We were also worried that maybe he died and his body was in there smelling. We ultimately decided to break into his room as the smell was getting worse and worse. We opened the door to find nothing but one kitchen chair covered in vomit. What? He had thrown up on a kitchen chair and decided it was a good idea to leave it sitting in there and lock his door. We called the main office to inform them. They contacted the roommate. Once again, he showed up cleaned and packed everything. The only trace was a towel he used to clean up the throw up, which he decided to throw out the window. So many of you submitted throw up stories. And let me make something very clear. If you throw up, if you yourself throw up on something, throw up somewhere, I don't, I don't know. You and only you are responsible to clean it up. Unless you are physically incapable of moving, like I, I don't know, like maybe you're so sick with the flu, like you can't get off the couch or you are under the age of 12. Those are the only instances where you should not clean up your throw up. I do not understand how so many of you have encountered people that throw up and don't clean it up. So many of you, like, I, like I just, this was like, I should have just named this episode like barf stories because so many people had this with their roommates. Why do so many of you live with people who barf? I, this, sometimes I get in my head that like most people are normal. And then I have episodes like this where I'm just, I know, I know that most people would throw up on a kitchen chair and not clean it up. And that worries me. It worries me for the world. Next. I once had a roommate. Oh, whoa. My eyes just stopped focusing. Okay. I once had a roommate in college that was a clinical hoarder. There was one time she was talking about how she was writing a paper in favor of having pets in the dorms. She told me she used to have a pet shrimp. Yes, a pet shrimp in her dorm room and no one ever said anything about it. But the shrimp had died while she was in Japan, which was months before she had even moved in. So the shrimp had been dead for at least at least six months. She then told me she still had it. Wait, what? I thought you said it died. Yes, but I still have it. I tried so hard not to express my shock because she was a sensitive soul and did not do well with criticism. I said, where is it? And watched her get off her bed, scramble around her desk drawer for a minute and pull out a clear plastic box half full of water with a floating decomposing shrimp body. When I asked why she still had it, she said, I just felt bad because I let it die. I can't get rid of it. She put it back in the drawer and carried on with her life. Weeks later, I convinced her to let me help her clean her side of the room. I found the shrimp. How did you live in there with for weeks? How did you do that for weeks? Okay, I found the shrimp. I convinced her to let me throw a funeral for it because she felt bad that she let it die and we should honor its life with a funeral, not keep it floating, not keep it, oh my gosh, not keep its floating decomposed body in her desk drawer. She agreed. I brought flowers and a tea and tea light candles into our community dorm bathroom and we had a shrimp funeral. Okay, first of all, 
if you submitted this, I just want to tell you, you are, that's like the nicest possible way to handle that. I would have roasted this girl and pulled it, the, this dead shrimp out of her hands and thrown it away. I would not have this patience. You lived in a room with a dead shrimp carcass for weeks, and then you went and you put effort into a shrimp funeral. I am so proud. I'm like a proud mom. That is so, so nice. Okay. Um, but also terrible. And I, I don't know how you did that. Next, this one's called Rat Girl. Love a title. I was randomly paired with her. We shared a room. She literally caught a rat outside, didn't tell anyone, put it in a cardboard box above my pillow because her shelves were full. I went to bed and I heard scratching and clawing and freaked out. It was chewing a hole through the box, probably to come eat me. Yes, probably. Long story short, she refused to get rid of it. And me and my other sane roommates let it go outside when she was in class. That is the right move. Um, I can't ever think of rats without thinking of, first of all, the R-U-S is from the Princess Bride. I know the Princess Bride is a little bit overrated, but we all love it anyways. I don't know how recently you guys have seen that, but the R-O-U-S is the rodents of unusual size. They are so traumatizing. They're clearly, obviously, people in costume, but they look so scary because they're people walking on their hands and feet. Um, so yeah, whenever I think of rats, that's what I think of and I'm not well. Next. Funny you should ask about roommate horror stories because something happened to my friend yesterday. So my friend had this roommate move a couple weeks ago and she's just the worst. <laughs> she left a bunch of her crap in their already small living room and hasn't put any of it away. But this isn't the crazy part. So this girl left a few days ago to visit her family in Kansas. My roommate was getting ready in the bathroom yesterday and of course her stuff was all over. She goes to move and notices a bag of teeth. At first I thought, Huh, well, maybe she has fake teeth, but like if you're planning on being gone for a week, wouldn't these be an important thing to bring with you? Or does she go around collecting people's teeth? Did she unexpectedly lose a couple teeth as an adult and doesn't know what to do with them because the tooth fairy doesn't visit us anymore? It's a mystery. Maybe my friend and I can solve this when she gets back, but for now, WTF. I agree, WTF. I read this. This is not my thought or my joke or whatever. I read this on a, on a meme or Twitter or something. The only people who collect teeth are moms and serial ki serial killers. I'm a true crime gal myself. So I do know that a lot of serial killers collect teeth, which is just, um, yeah, I don't get why. I don't get why. I should have put a trigger warning there. I'll put it in the show notes. But also, um, yeah, serial killers take teeth because sometimes you can't, I, like they can't identify who it is that they take their teeth because sometimes they use dental records. Um, so that's the only reason I can think of. This girl might be a serial killer. Um, you might need to check that out. Okay, next. My roommate, Danielle, this is a fake name, obviously. I also lived with somebody named Danielle. So if you're out there listening, um, this is not about you. Don't worry. <laughs> so she says, my roommate, Danielle, wrote BD BDSM tickling fan fiction. Okay. She also didn't do laundry or shower. The other five of us even coordinated a little gift and give her to give her some soap. <laughs> yes, we were stupid 18 year olds. Okay. Danielle got asked on a date at the library. And to be honest, we were a little bit skeptical about it. She was so giddy. We got some details out of her. And after seeing his photo, the dude was at least 40 years old. You know, in Enchanted, how James Marsden has that royal sidekick that kind of looks like a rat. That was the vibe. Not good. We're going to call him Chester. I don't know why you named him Chester. Also, for a visual... Um, I looked up that guy who plays James Marsden's sidekick. It's the same guy who plays Wormtail in Harry Potter, who is a rat. So makes sense. Um, 
Let's call the dude Chester. We convince Danielle that we are all going on this date with her and Chester. So six girls cram into Chester's car and his vibe lives up to the James Marsden royal sidekick impression that we got. We went to Dairy Queen and he tried to get us to take a sip from his drink. With Danielle in the front seat and the rest of us in the back, Chester drove us to a secluded Idaho farmland to, to a hidden spot on the road where cars to a hidden spot off the road where cars could not see us but it had a nice view of the stars and skyline. It felt very unsafe. He drove us home. He and Danielle say goodbye. To make a long story short, Chester, oh, whoa, two days, okay, to make a long story short, two days later, a big nice policeman stood in our dorm and thanked us for going on Danielle's date because Chester was a married repeat parole offender with a history of sneaking sneaking around college campuses to try and find young women like Danielle. Um, smart move. Also, this is yeah this is just goes to say if you ever have a weird feeling about a dude don't let him take your friend um good move good move okay next one of my first roommates in college was in a long distance relationship with her high school boyfriend they used to facetime and play a game called guess that body part you can only imagine the conversations we could hear i thought about this guess that body part i'm wondering like do you zoom in really close to a body part and say, guess what body part that is? Do you just like name body parts? Um, I would like the rules, uh, not for any personal reasons. I just would like to know how that game worked. Next, circa 2014, me and my two friends moved into a three bedroom, six girls, one bathroom, 500 square foot apartment, which in my opinion should be illegal. I agree. Anyways, one roommate in particular, we'll just call her Ashley, was the worst. She was so messy. The words so messy do not even give it justice. She shared a bedroom with my friend and her clothes and stuff would eventually spill over onto her side of the bedroom to the point where the roommate, to my roommate, too afraid of confrontation, had to live at home. Once their bedroom was too messy for Ashley to sleep in. Wait, once the bedroom was too messy for Ashley to sleep in, she would move to the living room. Once she made the living room too messy, I kid you not, her mother, who lived in Texas, would have to fly in to help clean her room. I kid you not. Okay. That's not even that's not even the whole story, guys. It gets so much worse. At one point, Ashley had gotten her room so messy that she moved back into the living room. While she was out, me and my roommate decided to take action and clean while she was gone. We threw her clothes and crap back into her room, washed all of her dishes laying out, and sanitized everything. We wanted our living room back. When Ashley came back, she was pissed. Her face said it all. She was so mad. And the first thing she asked was, where's the Tupperware that was by the couch? To which we responded, we cleaned it and put it away. She then says, you threw away my kidney stones that I was keeping for the doctor. Do you guys, do you guys hear what I just said? She passed kidney stones. I, I'm assuming she fished them out of the toilet with a Tupperware uh, box, whatever, Tupperware dish, and preserved them and left them in a living room. I went to high school with a kid who would pass kidney stones and keep them in like a Dixie cup and take them and show them around. Why would you ever do that? Why would you ever do that? T tell me, tell me if you have preserved a kidney stone, I need to know why. I get it. You're saving it for the doctor. Okay, well, hide it. Put it in a paper bag and hide it under your bed. Or I don't know, maybe go to the doctor sooner. There is no reason why any uh, thing you pass Anything that passes out of your urethra should not make its way into a living room, okay? 
It's not. I am so curious if like any of the roommates that we're talking about listen to this and like maybe they're going to hear their story and be like, oh my gosh, I did that. I I ruined someone's life. It This ruined my life to hear this. Okay. Next. First semester of college, all new roommates. The first night of us all living together. Sorry about that pause. The first night of us all living together, we decided to get to know each other. It was finally a certain roommate's turn to talk, but she didn't say anything. She immediately runs into her room and comes out with a chicken mask on. The rest of us all exchange confused glances as we anxiously wait for what's next. I'm thinking, maybe this is a funny party trick. She just starts clucking as if she thinks we understand this weird human chicken language. Squinty eyes and solid grins get us through until she finally finishes clucking and says in English, my alternate ego's name is Alfredo. Get it? Like chicken Alfredo. So we all kind of chuckle and get on with our lives. But Alfredo shows up everywhere throughout the semester. I'd be FaceTiming my sister. And all of a sudden, my sister has a terrified look on her face because Alfredo is lurking in the background. At midnight, right as it turns my birthday, I get woken up with the lights suddenly flashing off and on and Alfredo clucking the happy birthday song. She, of course, dressed up as Alfredo for Halloween and told us her future husband will also need to gain a relationship with Alfredo. Let's just say I learned very quickly not to let people into our apartment unless I wanted them to be purposely scared away. I honestly wish I just had a roommate who never did her dishes. Like that would have been a very healthy situation. Nothing to worry about. The amount of times you clarified about Alfredo, this, that's actually Al Pacino's full name in case anybody's curious. His name is Alfredo Pacino. This, um, I mean, where to begin? I told this story to Matt, um, right as I read it, I told it to him and he was like, I need more information. I need you to tell me why, why did it happen? And I, I know as much as you guys do about this, just a girl with an alter ego named Alfredo. Most people's alter egos are like scarlet or like something sexy, you know? And like this girl was like, you know what? I'm going to go with chicken Alfredo. So, you know, live your life. Next. I had no less than six sticks of butter go missing. I needed them for a baking project I was tackling over quarantine and nobody would fess up. My roommate opens her door the next day and several butter wrappers came fluttering out. She was eating my butter by the stick and would still not confess. I don't live with her anymore, but she scares me. Oh, I I hate to be the person to say this, but as a kid, I would eat butter plain. I don't do that as an adult anymore, but I definitely did it as a child. Like I ate a lot of butter plain and I kind of think I would... I. <laughs> I unfortunately, I kind of think I still would. <laughs> I hate myself. Okay, next. Do, 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 do. Where is that story? Okay, next. Truly the worst roommate I ever had was one who acted like a child. There were three of us total. For the story, I am roommate one, roommate two is my friend, and number three is the worst. Okay, got it. One, two, three. Roommate two and I had lived together for a semester when roommate three moved in. Two and I had become friends at this point and would occasionally do stuff together or bring home sodas for each other. One day, roommate three had a complete meltdown and told us how upset she was that we didn't have family dinners together. She was mad that we weren't all best friends and that we didn't bring her drinks. She added that she doesn't like soda, but she still thinks it's rude that we didn't offer to buy her one. The real kicker is that she expected us to be her alarm clock. We were shocked she never lost her campus job. She was constantly late and blamed us for not waking her up when her alarm didn't. On Sundays, she'd ask if we could wake her up from her nap. 
Uh, no, you're 21. You can do that yourself. One day she was upset with roommate too. And I, for not waking her up, she told us she would do it for us and that she had had in fact done it for us before. She said that one day roommate two wasn't awake. So she snuck in and started tickling her back. Roommate two was unaware of this and creeped out at the nonchalant admission. Fortunately, I was in the single bedroom and they shared. During the Winter Olympics, roommate two and I had some friends over to watch Sean White in the final snowboarding competition. Roommate three planted herself in the middle of the couch with her laptop watching Coco. In the height of excitement with all of our friends over to watch together, she asked us if we could turn off the Olympics so she could watch her movie on the TV instead. After one semester, she moved out because we hadn't become friends with her, like her mom promised would happen. We explained to her multiple times that roommates don't have to be friends. Here's, okay, so I have, I have a lot of pet peeves. I do. I think you guys probably could tell that about me by now, but I have a lot of pet peeves. And one of them, just like the umbrella term that I give most of my pet peeves is social norms. I hate when people break social norms. I hate people who, you know, sit in the seat right next to me when the entire room is open. I hate when people uh, listen to head or listen to music loud, not on headphones. When people are on FaceTime, not on headphones in a public place. I just, I hate things like that. And I don't understand how people do them and don't feel uncomfortable. Like if you were at a party and everybody was watching the Olympics and you wanted to watch a movie, how in your brain do you come to the conclusion like, hey, can you turn off the Olympics because I want to watch my movie? Like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't understand that. Like I'm a stickler, stickler with social norms. So when people break them, I just get, I just don't get it. And I feel like roommates is just, yeah, next level. Okay, next uh, one day my roommate was talking about this. She had a random roommate. It's not a friend. Random roommate was talking about how smart she was and how in high school she had a team of neurologists working underneath her and she discovered where all of our memories are stored. Okay. So she is, I don't know, Einstein. Is Einstein, is that what Einstein did? I don't know. She then proceeded to tell us how she has read every single book written on neuro- neuroscience. She then said that she was offered a full ride scholarship to Johns Hopkins University, which I didn't know. I don't know what that is, but it's on Grey's Anatomy sometimes. We asked her why she chose to go somewhere else instead. Her response was that our current school was cheaper. We pointed out that a full ride scholarship would have covered every expense. So cost wasn't really a factor. She just shrugged and said, well, I had to turn it down whatever. She's just a compulsive liar. No big deal. No harm, no foul. Yeah, whatever. She just like thinks she invented the human brain. The next week she was bragging about her Norwegian ancestry and proudly said, you know, Norway is the richest city in the world. First of all, not a city. It's a country. Second of all, I'm pretty sure it's not. (laughs) And third of all, who cares? Quickly, things went from lying to straight up crazy. She came home from playing soda pong. You guys know, you guys know I hate stuff like this. She came home from playing soda pong with root beer and was pretending to be drunk. She was falling over, slurring her speech, and she kept talking about how much root beer she had and how bad she was going to feel in the morning. Um, okay. So here's, here's my final statement on this. If you don't drink or do drugs, that is great. I hope that's what you want to do and you're just living your truth. Um, but like, don't, I, I never get like these fake, like the fake drinking and fake drugs that people do. Like I went to high school with a bunch of people who would drink NyQuil and like pretend that they were like taking shots. Like just 
Like toughen up, like do real drugs, okay? Like you don't have to pretend to be drunk. Like just get drunk if you want to, if that's like your thing. But don't come home after drinking a few dad's root beers and act like you can't speak or you're going to be hung over in the morning. I hate stuff like this. I hate it. I don't know. It's just, it bugs me. Um, I feel like I had one more. Oh yeah. Um, we had a roommate who did not speak a lot, but when she did, it was in a made up elven language. She said her friends from high school communicated only that way, but none of her high school friends lived with us. So we were like, okay, got it. But like, can you please wash your dishes and answer in English? <laughs> anyway, we slowly were, we slowly realized she wasn't just a little geeky when we heard, okay, we realized she wasn't just a little geeky and it was kind of weird when we started, did any of that sentence make sense? We started hearing chanting coming from her room. She was extremely defensive that no one should come in her room ever, which of course for college girls is just a challenge. One time in particular, it was dark with black light coming out from under her door and we could hear chanting again. We peeked in the door and she was dancing around in some sort of way chanting. Okay, so she is a witch. She's a Wiccan. I mean, this is Wiccan, right? I mean, at first I was like, okay, she's just into Lord of the Rings, which I love. But now I'm thinking she's a, she's a Wiccan. Um, I'm not really sure if that, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But that seems witchcrafty. Um Okay, this is our last one. Oh, we are on a good time frame. I try and keep these long but concise. I want them to be like about an hour, I think is kind of a sweet spot for us. But let me know how you guys like the lengths of the episodes. Um, yeah, I, I, I was doing them shorter, like 30, 40 minutes, and I got some requests to make them a little bit longer. So I hope this is like kind of a good time frame. The last one, uh, she had her boyfriend all the time. Oh, my roommate, okay. My roommate had her boyfriend over all the time and he'd sleep over, which was fine, but we just all shared a room. So it was a little bit weird. One day I was at the bus stop at, stop at like 7am when I realized I forgot my computer charger. So I ran back into my apartment, walked in on my roommate, bent over, doing the deed. She grabbed her. They didn't even stop. She just grabbed her charger and ran. <laughs> she would also buy cosmic brownies by the caseload and keep them under her bed. I don't know. Something tells me that I would very much get along with this roommate. Cosmic brownies by the caseload? How good are cosmic brownies? Oh, those are the best uh, like treat that is definitely like made of pure plastic, but they are so good. I love cosmic brownies. One day when we all hang out, because we are all going to hang out, that's what's catering just cosmic brownies by the caseload. Um, okay, the, that is what we have time for. And what a ride. Let me know. I love when you guys DM me and let me know which one was either the most shocking or your favorite. Which one of the stories uh, will keep you up at night the most? I'm pretty sure which one's going to keep you guys up at night. Let's go over these again. Um, I, oh, I like felt something tickling my foot and then I've thought about the crawfish story and like maybe that's the one. Um, definitely the dead shrimp is not great. Um, the lightsaber lingerie, non-alcoholic bartender. Um, do, 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 do. What else? Oh, you know, hemorrhoid water might take the cake for me. Let me know your ranking and which one of these was the worst. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for caring. Thank you for supporting. I'm so overwhelmed all the time. I don't get you guys. I don't get what I did to deserve you. But if you haven't rated or reviewed on iTunes, I would so greatly appreciate it. They just, they're climbing. I would love to get to a thousand reviews. That's like my goal. And 
if you're listening, screenshot it, put it on Instagram, tag me, DM me. That's the best way to spread the word and get other new listeners. And I just, I love, I love doing this. I love talking to you guys, connecting with you guys, and I want to keep doing it. So the more you share, the better. And I love you all. Be safe this week. Wear your mask, wear your sunscreen, uh, wear your seatbelt, and wear a smile. Of course. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. (laughs) 